Hey, boo, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. I'm your host, Denai Hopkins, and I'm so excited and grateful to be here today on this platform, sharing my journey to being debt-free so I can start building wealth. So let's get into it. abundant. Before we jump into today's episode, I have a praise report. As of today, July 27th, I reached my goal of saving that first $1,000 for my emergency fund. Yay! Pew, 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 pew. I'm so excited. I don't know how to add like um, celebration sounds into the podcast yet, but coming very soon. And once I do, it's over. But (laughs) I'm just so, 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 so excited. I have $1,013 in my emergency fund. And like I said, I attach my emergency fund to my savings account. So, of course, I was pouring into my emergency fund, like adding an extra 40, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. But attaching my emergency fund to my checkings account and just having like a chase checkings and a chase savings Every time I will spend something or like pay a bill, I will always add the change over to my savings. And so that really helped me with my emergency fund and building that up as well. Like I was adding $10 just worth of change by like the end of the week. So I recommend, you know, doing that as well. Like connecting, if you trust yourself enough to connect your checkings account, to connect your savings account, aka emergency fund, which is what I did to your checking account, do that because the change add up basically like digits. So just doing different things. We're all doing different things to just get to that $1,000. So I'm just super proud of myself. This was my goal to have it done by the end of the month. And I did that. And I can't lie. It was hard, but hard in the sense of just giving myself restrictions to say for my goals. So talk about an early birthday treat to myself because my birthday is tomorrow. So I'm just so, so proud, so happy. And you could probably like hear it in my voice. Like I'm like exuding so much happiness right now. (laughs) And I hope everyone listening to this is just encouraged by this. Encouraged by this milestone. Because I would say it is the first milestone into building that, 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 that momentum in order to start being debt free and start being wealth. Wealthy, I cannot stress, I cannot stress the importance of having that first $1,000 saved up before we start tackling debt. This is all of our journey to being debt-free. We're all family, okay? And we're all in this together. So if you haven't reached that $1,000 yet, don't give up, keep going, let this be your motivation, keep adding to the pot and reach your goal. Like I said before, and I'ma say it again, If the Lord blessed you with cute hands and feet, you better sell on pitches to reach your goal. (laughs) But seriously, this is all of our win. And today we're going to celebrate that small win by keep going. We're not letting up. We're not letting up off the gas pedal. We're not getting comfortable. We're going to keep going and keep that momentum going. So let's jump into episode six of keeping that momentum going. 
Now that baby step one is completed, it is time to move on to baby step two in Dave Ramsey's book, Total Money Makeover. I told you guys that was the method, the total money makeover, the baby steps, the method I was taking to being debt free. And I'm going to talk about that journey each and every step of the way. So baby step number two, my goal um, was to complete and read the total money makeover. Again, I had purchased a book like almost two years ago, but I just needed a fresh new perspective for the month. And I was able to cross off another goal for the month of July. I was able to finish that book. So I was super happy. July is my month, y'all. Like it's my birthday month. <laughs> it's just my month. It's just the perfect start of the second half. It's just the perfect refresh, the perfect like mid-year reset. So, but I've tackled two goals down and I'm just super proud of myself. You know, normally the old and I'd be like, oh, I do it later and never get to it. But I'm just, just excited about this next season in my life. But anyway, we're on the road to the next step of our debt-free journey, which is baby step number two. And baby step number two is pay off all your debt except your house. Now, I don't have a house. I rent. And I'll be renting until further notice. But if you do own a house and you have a house and you pay a mortgage, he suggests that you focus on your consumer debt first and then focus on your mortgage later. And that's just the method that, you know, he suggested, people suggest other things, but I agree, focus on your consumer debt first and then focus on your mortgage. And remember, we're only doing one thing at a time because if we try to do anything, if we try to do too much at once, we dilute all of our efforts. Now, if you don't have any debt, meaning, and hear me clearly, all of your credit cards are paid off, the balances are zero. Your car is paid off. You have no student loans. You have no payday loans. You don't owe anybody anything. That's what I mean if you have no debt. Two things. One, I'm super proud of you. Like, that is awesome. But the second thing, it's time for you to start building your net worth. You need to learn how to manage your money, and you also need to start investing if you haven't already. Scare money don't make no money. So if this is you, I suggest you begin doing your research on, research on how to invest for beginners. It's so much so many resources out there on how to invest for beginners, like where to start, where should you begin. Um, and also, call me, text me, slack me, email me, send me a smoke signal, whatever. I want to help you as well build up your net worth. I know a little something, something right? <laughs> because we're all trying to, you know, build wealth. And that's where I want to be. I want to have zero debt so I can start building up my net worth. But have to do one thing at a time. So if you don't have any debt... You need to begin doing research on how to invest for beginners. I needed to address that because I know I know a few people that literally have no debt. And that's amazing, but they're not building up their net worth. They're just like, oh, I don't have no debt, but they're not investing. They're not investing in a 401k or anything like that. And that's how you become wealthy is having no debt, clearing up your debt, and building up your net worth. But majority of everyone listening to this got some form of debt. According to Experian, which is a consumer credit reporting company, they did a study in 2020. The average American over 35 carries roughly $92,727 in consumer debt, 
which is an accumulation of credit cards, personal credit accounts, mortgages, auto loans, and the devil himself, student loans. <laughs> now, millennial consumers, so that's the ages between 25 and 35, have an average debt of $27,251 in non-mortgage debt across credit cards, auto loans, personal loans, and student loans. The reason why I gave both these numbers is because I never know who's listening to this podcast. Like, I pray somebody in, like, Australia or, like, Antarctica is listening to this podcast. But you just never know who's listening. And regardless if you're between 15 or 55, if you're in North America or South America, I want you to be able to relate and take away some piece of information from this show. It's never too late or too early to start your final financial journey. Remember, Sarah and Abraham were 110 years old when God blessed them with a baby. Anyway, I am not your average 25-year-old. Y'all know my story by now. Your girl got about $220,000 in debt. I literally don't know anybody else my age or older who have this much debt, unless they went to medical school (laughs) or law school. But who have this much debt? I don't even have my master's. I just have my bachelor's from Michigan State. And that is just so crazy. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Michigan State was $50,000 a year, nearly $50,000 a year. It's nothing I could do about it now. I'm here. But when I tell you I had a blast, (laughs) I had a blast. Going to Michigan State was literally some of the best times of my life. My girls that went to MSU, y'all know we had such a ball. And you just had to be there. (laughs) But anyway... Back to baby step number two, paying off all your debt except your mortgage. That is the um, step that I am on in my financial journey, into my debt-free journey. And the method that we're going to use in order to start paying off all our debt is the snowball method. Some of you may have heard of the snowball method. Some of you may not have heard of the snowball method, but it's okay. That's what I'm here for. What is the snowball method, Deny? Well, let me tell you, boo. The debt snowball method is a debt reduction strategy where you pay off your debt in order of smallest to largest, gaining momentum as you knock out each remaining balance. When the smallest debt is paid in full, you roll the minimum payment you are making on that debt into the next smallest debt payment. I know that was just a lot of information poured into once. That's why I like slow down because I know I kind of talk a little fast, but I'm going to slow down because this, these next few minutes, the information that I'm about to give you guys is very important and I want you to understand. So I'm going to give you an example of what the debt snowball method looks like. So say, for example, you have four different debts. The first debt, you have a $300 dentist bill. The minimum payment is $50. Write this down if you need to see for yourself. I am a visual person. So if you need to write this down, pause this, do whatever you need to do in order to see where I'm going with this. Okay. So the first debt you have is a $300 dentist bill. The minimum payment is $50. Then you have a $2,500 credit card bill. The minimum payment is $75. Then you have a $10,000 car loan. The minimum payment is $200. And now you're on your fourth debt, which is your biggest debt, the $25,000 in student loans. Your minimum payment is $300. 
These are just made up numbers that I made up for this example, but just follow along with me for the purposes of this example. So by using the debt snowball made, by using the debt snowball method, you make minimum payments on everything except the first and smallest bill, which is the $300 medical bill, okay? Now, you're looking at your finances and you're thinking, I can get a side hustle on a weekend that's bringing in an extra $300 a month. So you're gonna add it to your small snowball. And when you think of a snowball, for those people, I'm from Chicago, so y'all know our winners are crazy. The snowball gets bigger as the momentum keeps going. Like you start off very small and as you pack more snow onto the snowball, you get momentum and the snowball gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And now you can build a snowman. <laughs> so now you got a side hustle, right? And you're bringing in an extra $300 a month. Listen, since you're paying $350 a month on a dentist bill, you paid the $50 minimum payment. Remember, your minimum payment on a dentist bill was $50, plus that extra $300 you're bringing in because you just got a side hustle. The debt is completely gone in about one or two months, okay? Now, you can take that freed up $350. Remember, that's the minimum payment plus the three, that's the minimum payment plus the extra $300 you're bringing in. You have $350, you knocked out your first bill, you could take that freed up $350 and attack your credit card bill, paying a total of $425. That's the $350 plus the $75 minimum payment. You following me? So in about five months, you'll be doing a little dance. I do my dance, money talk. You do a little dance because you cleared up your dentist bill and your credit card in five months. So do you see where I'm going? Let me explain it again, okay? I'm gonna slow down. So your first bill was your dentist payment. It was $300 and your minimum payment on the dentist bill was 50 bucks a month. You picked up a side hustle and you're bringing in an extra $300 a month. You're gonna take that $300 plus the minimum payment of $50 and pay off that dentist bill completely. You have $350, an extra $350, right? Because you just paid it off. So now you're gonna take that money, that's the point of the death snowball. You're gonna take what you have and add it to the next payment. Your minimum payment for your credit card is $75. 350 plus 75 equals 420. So instead of putting $75 towards your credit card, you're putting $425 towards your credit card. So you're adding more money to the pot. That's how the snowball gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So in about five months, you're gonna be doing a little dance because you have cleared up your credit card bill and your dentist bill in five months because you picked up that side hustle and you keep adding to the pot, right? So you have two more bills. You have your car loan and then you have your student loan payment. You're gonna keep going, keep adding that money to the pot, keep adding that money to build up that snowball so it gets bigger and bigger. And gonna tackle that car loan in no time. And so that really gives you that freed up money to start pouring more money into your student loan payment because that's nine times out of, nine times out of 10, everyone's biggest debt, which is the student loan or mortgage.
And so you need to keep that momentum going, keep hustling, keep grinding in order to pay off all your debt. This is the method that I am using, and I suggest that you use it as well if you're serious about knocking down your debt. There are tons of methods out there, tons of resources out there telling you how to tackle your debt. But this method, the debt snowball method, works. Google it if you don't believe me. It has worked and has been proven by thousands of people over the years. And it has worked time and time again. It works. I realize when you're trying to do something, whether that's your finances or your fitness or trying to get healthy, there are tons of methods and tons of ways you can do it. You can either do it the 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 easy fast way where you you know um drink all this tea and do whatever you need to do you're not going to have long-term results you're going to gain that weight back right and for example with finances you can win a lottery right now and you can pay off all your debt but i'm telling you in a year you'll be back in debt because you didn't play the long game we're playing the long game here Yes, if I I know if I won the lottery right now, I would pay off all my debt and then some, but I would be back in debt in a year because I didn't learn my lesson. You have to play the long game when it comes to things like this. If we got everything that we want right now, it's too easy. We didn't learn. If I had my dream body right now, I would mess it up. If I had my dream finances and my dream net worth right now, I would fumble the bag as well because I didn't learn a long game. And I didn't learn the necessary steps that I needed to take and the lessons throughout that process. This We live in a microwave generation where we want everything fast, fast, fast. But we can't do that anymore. That's not longevity. That's not sustainable. We have to play the long game. We have to learn patience. And we have to learn what it really means to be to sacrifice and discipline for something that we want because it just make it so much better and so much sweeter when we work hard for what we want in life instead of trying to cheat our way to get to these things. And now I can't lie, baby step two is gonna be hard for me because I am pouring thousands of dollars monthly into my payments. Because by the end of the year, I'm telling you guys, I'll do it by the end of the year, like budget recap, all of that. I'm going to look at my budget and I already know the amount of money that I'm going to be giving these people monthly. I could have got me, my mama, and both my sisters a Chanel bag. <laughs> like, we could have all had little Chanelies. But to each us on one day, we'll all get our Chanels. But I must do it. I have to. This is going to be a very difficult season in my life. It's going to take some time and adjustments. It's going to take some restrictions. It's going to take some prayer sacrifice, saying no, discipline, and commitment. But I will be debt-free by the time I reach my 30s. And I'm bringing you guys along the journey every step of the way. I'm about to be a material girl on the budget for a while, and that's my reality. So pray for me, y'all. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just giving student loan people a lot of money <laughs> monthly. So just, you know, keep me in my prayers and I'm going to be praying for you as well as we're all trying to tackle and be that free. As we begin to wrap up today's episode, I just want to summarize this episode in two key points. One, keep the momentum going. 
Don't get comfortable once you hit your financial goals. Do a small victory lap around the block, but use that excitement to motivate you to keep working hard, to get all the way to the debt-free finish line. And the second thing, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. What we're doing is unheard of. It is not talked about, nor is it accomplished in the black and brown community. And if it is, it is a very small percentage. And we're changing the game. We're breaking generational curses. It is not easy. There are gonna be some tears. There are gonna be some doubts. And there are gonna people be like, why are you doing this? I'm doing this to set myself up for a better future. I'd rather sacrifice now so I can enjoy my life later. I told y'all, we're not gonna be owing people for the next 20, 30 years of our life. No, we're not doing that. So I'd rather sacrifice for five years to be living my best life in the next 20. Because like I said, when I'm in my 40s and 50s, I don't know about y'all, but when I'm in my 40s and 50s, I'm going to be on a yacht in the south of France with my two-piece linen suit on, sipping champagne, okay? And I want the same for you. So, like I said, keep the momentum going, and if it's not easy, everybody will be doing it. We're breaking generational curses here, guys, okay? So, let's get to it. And as we wrap it up, on next week's episode, I'm actually going to go into what my actual, what my actual debt snowball payments are going to look like for you guys. When I'm telling you, you guys are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's paying that much. And those are my minimum payments. Yes, I'm paying that much. But I'm going to show you what my debt snowball payments are looking like. My plans on accomplishing those goals and the prayer that I'm writing for myself to help me along this journey because it's not going to be easy. And as we conclude today's episode, I want you to remember this one thing. Sometimes you have to do what others want to do what others can't. I love y'all. I love you guys so much, family. I want y'all to have a blessed day, a great week. I want you to get organized with your debt. Know where you stand on each payment and come ready next week to work. Do your research on a debt snowball payment. Purchase the Total Money Makeover book if you haven't purchased it already. I don't want you guys to just listen. I want you to be active listeners and doing the work as well, especially if you have debt, if you're trying to be debt-free. do the we're, we're doing the work together, okay? So I want y'all to, y'all got homework this weekend. This is class. <laughs> y'all got homework this weekend. So like I said, get organized with all of your debt payments, knowing you stand, and so next week you come ready to work so we can start game planning. I told you guys the plan. Now it's time to put action behind the plan. So let's do it. Oh, one more thing. Happy birthday to me and all of my Leos out there listening. I love y'all. Have a great day and peace. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.